Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland, on Monday, November 7th, and this is news that you can use uh, from YAA with your host, Zach, and oh my God, Zach's back. Yes, he's back. Hi, everyone. Nice to be back. I have an eye infection. It's very painful. So you are going to carry the team. You're going to put the team on your Instagram for the close-up content. You're going to put the team on your back today, Dad. We're going to kick things off with Ford. It's why Carvana's behind us. <laughs> Well, Carvana, we'll probably spend some time talking about them as well. We're going to kick things off talking about Ford Dead. Their dealers are pushing back against Ford's EV mandate from earlier this year. I thought we'd start there. We've got Mannheim Market Report coming out for October, showing used car values falling, though not as quickly as they did the prior month, but used car prices are falling. And then I'm sure some other topics that'll come in, some other odds and ends that we can touch on this morning as well. How's that sound? We can touch on your eye very painful folks yes yes do looks, not looks terrible yeah. thank you yes you know the sad part is is that i have to be the good looking one today and i just don't get it how how am i going to make that work you're doing a great job pops yeah so let's kick things off let's talk about what ford came out Ford's ceo jim farley came out what was it a couple months ago now maybe even close yeah not a year but a couple months ago came out and said hey there's going to be a deadline yeah and you're either going to be a ford blue dealership you're going to be a ford model e dealership and you need to pay up yeah up to 1.2 million dollars yes. now dad we've got dealerships that have pushed back significantly whoopsies that's my email have pushed back significantly against that mandate yeah um, dealer associations in 13 different states are saying nah not so fast we don't feel like doing that yes and and you know originally the dealers had to let ford know by the end of um, october <clears throat> and then Ford decided, since there, were, there was a little bit of pushback, that they would extend that date to December 2nd. And between then and now, dealer associations have got together, and uh, and they're, they're pressing the point that in many states, what Ford is trying to do would violate franchise agreements uh, as set up by the states and, and various state laws. Um for instance, if you if you only want to invest what is it the half a million dollars to be a Ford Model E dealer, well you're 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 only going to get a total of twenty five electric vehicles a year for that for that half a million dollar investment. That doesn't sound like a particularly good investment, <laughs> um, but apparently, if you do the one point two million dollar, you get an unlimited amount, uh, which will probably be limited anyway. Yep. Um, so. You know, a lot of dealers are, are initially when Ford announced it, a lot of dealers said, oh, we're in, we're in, we're in, we're going to put up the 1.2 million. And then apparently a lot more dealers have come to their senses and said, no, 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 we're not doing this. We're not investing the money. Um, we're not changing the way that the franchise agreements are structured just because Jim Farley would like it that way. Um, so I, I, I think some fights are going to be a brewing. Yeah, this is the beginning of, I think, the uh, automaker versus dealer uh, legalese and yes. fights and, and court cases that are about yes. to be going on for the next decade plus 
it's super lucrative for the dealers the way that the model currently works more lucrative than ever before because of what happened during the pandemic and the likelihood that the oem is just able to push them out of this pie is unlikely to say the least and it's going to be very expensive most likely and so i think we're starting to see the beginnings of that dead where ford dealers are saying you know what not so fast why would we chuck a million dollars into this thing when in reality what you're asking us to do is against the franchise law here in our state perfect yes. we'll just take you to court instead and what's ford gonna do are they gonna spend billions of dollars fighting their dealers when they've got production issues they've got warranty and recall issues Eh, got, you got to pick your battles wisely. They've got quality control issues, but what they will have is some very wealthy attorneys, um, either corporate attorneys that are already on their uh, on their staff and their payroll, and then the dealer associations. Well, they'll have their very own wealthy attorneys, and you know this could take years to settle. So, uh, I think the idea behind Ford Model E was was an idea. Um, that was floated like a trial balloon, and um, hopefully uh, it, 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 it falls softly to the ground <laughs> as opposed to crashing. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about Carvana, Deb, because we've got more analysis of those earnings. And then we'll talk about Toyota. You put a really interesting Toyota topic and the Mannheim used car market update. But this does tie in with the Mannheim data. So we've got more and more analysis of Carvana's Q3 Earnings, Dad, and I think the big picture here is... is called earnings when, when you lose $508 million? I think, unfortunately, the big picture here, Dad, is Carvana has found a way to truly become, and let's do it live on the show. Let's just double-check Carvana stock. Yeah, down another 16% today. Carvana has found a way, Dad, to, I think, go on the precipice of bankruptcy slash extinction. We talked about their earnings a little bit last week with Miss Kimberly Klein. They've just found ways to not make money and lose significant amounts. And you and I dug in even more on the earnings debt. They make 1100 bucks on the car. Yes. Then they make 2500 bucks from finance and, and, and insurance products and things like that. That $1,100 is going to shrink and shrink and shrink as the inventory they're sitting on is just getting more and more underwater. Well, yes. And 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 apparently they don't have the cash flow required to well just take the losses on the inventory that they overpaid for. And move on with life. It's not. It's not as if they can afford to take the cars that they've overpaid for, take them to the sale, take their losses, and then reinvest that money in cars that cost them less and and cars that are more affordable for more people. They they don't necessarily have the cash flow to do that, and so they're they're it doesn't fit their business model to do that. Well, apparently, uh, overpaying for uninspected cars isn't the business model either, but that's the business model that they chose. And that was wonderful when interest rates were low, when inflation was low, when gas was cheap. Um, but it's none of those things at this time. Yep. And and so everything, it, it's, it's like the perfect storm has brewed to take down Carvana. And Carvana, God bless him, said, hey, we're ripe for it. Let's go. <laughs> and at the same time that all that's happening, Dad, we have another market update, this time from Mannheim at, uh, with Cox Automotive. Wholesale used car prices, they said, are down 2.2% in October from September. We think it's probably even higher than that. The Black Book data yes. shows yeah, it being. Tomorrow. Yep, Black Book data out tomorrow. Uh, the, the Mannheim used vehicle index has declined to 200, which is now 10% down from a year ago. 
Carvana bought, and man, there's another piece of the Carvana story, which is yeah. Ernie Garcia, the, the, the father of the CEO, in September of last year, so a year ago, sold $3.6 billion worth of his shares in Carvana. Smart decision at the time. Carvana's, that, was, that was when Carvana was actually worth something. Yeah, they were worth, well, they're worth over a billion dollars still, but, you know, yeah, they were worth tens of billions of dollars. Carvana's inventory debt. Yes. Just losing value, as is every other used car dealer and every new car dealer that's holding used cars. Values of used cars continue to go down everywhere you look. That's what you're seeing. Yes, and and you know if if they if they were in a position to turn their inventory more quickly than they have been, and the unfortunate reality for Carvana is that over the last several months they have a, acquired a more more inventory than they have sold. So. Their inventory position is growing, and in many cases, what they have acquired, they have overpaid for. Um, we know uh, from your experience that when you sell a vehicle to Carvana, they don't really inspect it. They just kind of take your word for it. Now, yeah. I spent 43 years in the retail automobile business, and I can tell you that um, you can't just take somebody's word for the condition of their car. No. You actually need to, I don't know, inspect it, drive it, look underneath it, uh, get a paint meter to, to check to make sure that the paint thickness is the same all the way around the car to find out if it's ever been in an accident. Um, so if you're just buying cars based off of your widget that's on your website that says, yeah, it should be worth this. And when our driver shows up, um, you know, he'll have that check for you. Well, you know, the driver's not inspecting the damn thing. <laughs> he doesn't know what to look for. He just knows to pick up the car. Yep. Um, so if if you're if you're basically buying cars sight unseen and and being the high bidder for them, well, and and you're not selling them as quickly as as you had intended, well, that's disastrous uh, and has been. Um, you know, and and Ernie Garcia III has stated that they expect the fourth quarter to be worse than the third quarter. Which makes sense, right? We expect to see used car prices continue to go down all the way until the spring of next year is our best guess. I mean, if Carvana's sitting on inventory from 90 days ago, six months ago that they overpaid for, it's not like it's going to get better anytime soon. No, but the problem is going to be if they expect the fourth quarter to be worse than the third quarter, and they only lost $508 million in the third quarter, and they've only lost $1.45 billion in the first nine months of this year. Well, uh, then, you know, they should, when when they when the earnings come out in January sometime, um, or perhaps early February, uh, we'll find out that you know they lost another five hundred or five hundred and fifty million dollars, and they ended up losing over two billion dollars for twenty twenty two. That how long is that sustainable? Not. I, I'm just that curious. Long. You know when you reach over like that, like you, you're like happy is gone. It's kind of yeah. Well, the Come good back. half or the bad half. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me wonder a little yes. bit. Yes. We also have a Toyota story that we're going to switch gears and talk about here in a second. But it makes me wonder if this used car buy online experiment is just gone. You know, if that actually is going to continue to be around next year or the following year. It seems like it probably won't, that you'll still have the car maxes of the world. But the idea of just buying a car sight unseen, although it's there's tons of room for improvement in the car buying process, we're trying to help with that 
with what we're doing as well, obviously. Absolutely. But it seems like it seems like the Carvana experiment, the Vroom experiment, both of them have lawsuits against them. Some states have taken away their dealers' licenses. Yes. It's not gonna last. Uh, I you know, I I don't know who Carvana's primary customers are. And I and I understand why a lot of people use Carvana. And, and the reason is, is because they have had a bad experience at a local mm-hmm. car dealer somewhere. Um, and so they figure, well, there's a lot less aggravation if you just do it online. But it, it's not like you're buying an iPhone, okay? You're buying a $20,000, $30,000, $60,000 vehicle sight unseen. Yes, you get your seven-day test drive and, and return policy and all that. But meanwhile, yeah, why in your right mind would you agree to something like that? You wouldn't buy a pair of shoes without <laughs> trying them on, okay? So I don't, I don't know what age group is the driving force be, behind buying cars this way. Your thinking needs to change. I understand that that um, the public perception is that the vast majority of automobile dealerships are crooks. Yep. Okay. And and truth of the matter is, a lot of them are. Uh, the reputation that dealerships have has been well earned mm-hmm. and well deserved. That doesn't mean that there aren't dealerships out there that are better than others, because there are. That doesn't mean that there aren't dealerships out there that don't do it the right way, because there are. Um, And it would just seem to me that it would be incumbent upon you as a customer, rather than try and buy an automobile digitally online based just on pictures, pictures, damn it, (laughs) okay, uh, that, that that you'd search out the dealerships that have a good reputation and go look at a car there, you know, where you could, I don't know, touch it. Yeah. Sit in it, drive it, make arrangements to get a pre-purchase inspection on it. Um, And, and maybe know that it'll end up being titled and registered with the state the way it's supposed to be. Why wouldn't you want to do business that way as opposed to, yeah, I just want to. I just want to. Well, you know the, the buy reason. Button. You know the reason because people don't like to negotiate. People don't like the stress of going to the dealership if they had a previous bad experience. The idea of you know just going there and watching it come out of the vending machine like it's very. You know why it exists, Dad. For all the reasons it exists, there's also myriad reasons why you why should be. Yeah, exactly. So, Carvana, we will have more updates as we get them. The reality is, I think fire sale at Carvana might be a video headline you see soon. It also might be an ad campaign. They start running because they are going to have to liquidate some of their assets. They have so many vehicles that they are so underwater on. Another indicator that used they car have, prices they are have going down. So much more debt than they have uh, market value at the moment. Yep, it's frightening. All right, there was a Toyota story, Dad, that was an automotive news that I found interesting because we have seen Toyota uh, distributors yes. take advantage of customers for a long time. Toyota yeah. distributors are kind of, especially in, in the southeast. They are notorious, yes. Excuse me for taking advantage of their customers, adding all sorts of products onto the Monroney label, and you can't take this accessory off, et cetera, et cetera. 
Well, Toyota's getting some props in the automotive <clears throat> press because dealers are, uh, are or excuse me, the OEM, Toyota, is actually borrowing what their distributors are doing and what their dealers are doing. Toyota is adding more and more accessories onto their vehicles before they even make it to the dealership's lot. Well, what they're doing is they're making those <clears throat> accessories available uh, to the consumer um, so that they would end up being port installed accessories so that they can be financed as part of the deal. And if, if they get listed on the Monroney label, this is really important. Yep. If, if it get, if those items get listed on the Monroney label, then if you are somebody who leases a vehicle, whatever is listed on the Monroney label can be residualized. That becomes part of the total MSRP. And so those, those accessories are, are residualized when it comes to leasing a vehicle, as opposed to um, if it's aftermarket, you, you have to pay cash or credit card for yeah. those things installed. Um, it, it doesn't get residualized. It, it doesn't help to, uh, you're, you know, you're paying for a hundred percent of it as opposed to maybe 40% of it. If you were to lease it. Yeah. It is interesting though, Dad. a way to make more money is add all sorts of interesting things to well, vehicles. Ford does this as well. Remember their Broncos, they were pushing more and more mm -hmm. accessories for Broncos. And, and one of the reasons that, that they're doing it like this is a it creates additional profit margin for the manufacturer but it also if they do it this way um it doesn't void the warranty the the, the manufacturer's warranty mm -hmm. for any of these aftermarket accessories because one of the accessories that uh, toyota is going to be allowing is lift kits on some of their off-road off vehicles. Well, typically, if you install a lift kit, it voids the manufacturer's warranty. This way, since it's being done in accordance with Toyota, it would not void the warranty. So for those people who want to make their vehicles more off-road rugged or really accessorize their vehicles with the pop-up tents or whatever it is, um, you can, you'll now be able to do it through Toyota and it won't void the warranty and it will be listed um, as part of the um, MSRP of the vehicle. Yeah, which I think is generally a good thing. Yes. Generally speaking. Yes. It's, a, it's unfortunate that Toyota has such a bad rap. For example, Justice here in the chat. Justice is one of the team members behind the scenes working with our community members to help them with their car deals. He says Southeast Toyota and Gulf states are horrible in my personal opinion. A lot of folks, what is what did we we ran the numbers one time? Uh, Southeast Toyota distributors distributes what it was like some significant percentage of Toyotas sold in the United States, like eight or ten percent. Yeah, I mean, they distribute a lot of the vehicles sold in the United States, yes, and they just rake you over the coals. I mean, they really do, unfortunately. You're buying all sorts of FI products, accessories, things like that, and they're port installed. Yeah, you don't have an option, and that's because Southeast Toyota distributors is owned by JMA, yes. which is one of the largest aftermarket insurance companies yeah, and, in but the that, market. But that's I know different. that's different. That, but it's it's all kind of wrapped in the same thing, which is like the consumer just wants to buy a car. Yes. And now they're buying all these other things too. Eh. Eh. I don't well, love it. Well, well, Southeast distributors and Gulf States distributors, um, you know, they're figuring out ways to to put more money in their pockets. Uh, Toyota is borrowing from that and saying, hey, well, 
why don't we, we just yeah. why don't we just partner with these vendors uh, and and we can have the stuff installed and we can it's another way to show how car prices are just going to go up yes which is a, a another reality moving into next year there are two realities going into next year dead three realities one is you can't sell your car for as much money as you could the year before. Yes. Used car prices are going to keep going down. New car prices are going to keep going up. And I think new car prices are in part going to keep going up because MSRPs are going up because we're adding accessories and all those fun things yes. just as well. Yes. And and the fourth reality is less people will be able to afford them and the market will become softer and softer. Interest rates, baby. Talking about interest rates, we launched a week ago today. Yes. Back on joinyaa.com. You no, I think can it's now a week tomorrow. No, we launched it a week ago today. We well, launched I it on Monday. You, I thought you launched Tuesday. On we Tuesday, did. We launched on Tuesday, Tuesday the first. We now have yes loan origination and loan refinancing through our credit union partners. Go to joinyaa.com. We have a finance and refinance page now on the website. It is super simple, Dad. How does it work? Please tell me. We pair you with a credit union that works in your area. So, for You're example, let's if, do if I lived in Maryland, no, we're doing Texas. Okay. If I'm in Texas, yes. I get paired with EECU, which okay. is a credit union in Texas. If I'm in Maryland, so let's go back and let's yeah. do Maryland. Where now, I happen to be. Where you happen to be. Yeah. If you wanted to originate a loan or if you wanted to refinance a loan, you'd get paired up with Wings Financial Credit Look Union. Because I I want to fly, baby, fly. Up. The process is super simple. And yes. It's all online. You can honestly get a pre-approval for a loan. In about 60 seconds. Wow. I mean, it maybe takes a little bit more time if you've got <clears throat> complex housing situation and things like that. But literally in about a minute or two, you can yeah. have a loan pre-approval. And ultimately, you send in a full application. That's where the credit gets pulled and all mm -hmm. that fun stuff. But you can have a loan lined up before you go to the dealership. Or if you have financed a vehicle in the past year or two, I know rates are rising. But see if you can get a better interest rate with one of our credit union partners. It's really awesome to see that. And, and we've had nearly 100 applications so far. Which well, is wild. That is wild. That's awesome. Yeah. People are about to save so much money. Well, that's because you're a good kid. We're a good team. Well, we are. We have a good team around us. Um, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I just might have to. I know you wanted to learn how to fly, and you were taking flight lessons. So maybe will they handle uh, uh, airplane loans? They do all sorts of loans, personal lines, personal loans, auto loans. So yes, if. If you want to get an airplane, we can get an airplane. Okay, cool. Okay, I feel like crap. I've actually seen a couple uh, comments come through, like, why is Zach slurring his words? Zach has an eye infection and is coming off a cold and is talking in the third person. So I think we should call it a show. I don't feel great. I'm going to take eight minutes, get him back in my day, and, okay. just, and can, just... Can I just say one thing? I'm all ears, Dad. Uh, you know, last year on November 4th... What was going I, on? I, I, I received a flu shot and a covid booster yeah. in my right arm and i felt like you feel really yeah today but i felt like that for um about two two and a half weeks this past friday on november 4th i got a flu shot and a covid booster Thank in my right arm saturday i i never did get out of my pajamas <laughs> but but I feel back to normal, except for the fact that the, the gland under my right arm is about the size of a grapefruit. Okay. And my right arm is still hot, but I, I don't feel like don't feel last sick. year where I, where I felt sick. Um, so 
um, for those of you who are interested, get your flu shots, damn it. I don't want anybody getting the flu. I don't want anybody getting sick. Um, if if you believe in, in COVID shots, get your COVID <laughs> shot. If you don't, don't get your COVID <laughs> shot. Well uh, done. That was very diplomatic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. You know. Stay safe out there. And also, see this comment here from Taker. I don't think I've heard back from the refight team yet. I applied last week. I will uh, I will ask them to follow up with all the applicants. I know when you just start anything new, especially when you're working with a credit union, a new partner, like we're probably going to drop a few balls in the first week or two here, and we got to learn from that. So if you haven't heard from us, email me at Zach mm-hmm. at joinyaa.com, and I'll ask them to get in touch with you. All right, I am going to go rest. Yes, I think you should. And get your, I mean, I don't know if it's urgent care or where you need to go. Has, has your eye been like pussy? Yeah. Oh, you could, well, I don't think it's pink eye. No. But you got something going on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's large and it, well, if it keeps going, it'll be in charge. Um, but yeah, it doesn't look good. If we can help you join YA.com, if you want close-up icon uh, um, content, yes, follow us on Instagram. Yes. See you guys yes. back tomorrow. I'll be feeling better. Well, thanks, everybody, for being here. We'll be back here again tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 specific, with more news that you can use from YAA. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.